Hello, everyone. Happy Wednesday. Welcome to Talking Through the Medias. Thanks for tuning in. Talking Through the Medias, your home for entertainment news and reviews by fans for fans. Uh, if you like what you see, please like the video, subscribe to the channel, and you can also support us by becoming a member or sponsor us on Patreon for exclusives. And make sure, as always, you are sharing those thoughts because we want to hear them. I'm Amy Newman, and joining me today is Chris Fagan. Chris, how you doing? Oh, that's a loaded question, but I am doing great. I appreciate it. I mean, I'm, I've had a great week. I'm, I'm actually kind of happy. I've got plenty of rest. Actually, you know what? For the past like, like? like for the past like two or three weeks, I've I've been like going to bed at like four, three, four in the morning. But last night, I'm like, you know what? Let me go to bed at like a ten, ten thirty ish, and see what it feels like to wake up refreshed. Mm. And I'm doing good. I'm I'm actually I'm I'm happier than a little bit. I appreciate it. Thanks thanks for asking. How about yourself? How about you? What's what's it like over there? Um, can't can't really complain i feel like things are looking mod I, I feel like cautious optimism is sort of the general vibe right now and and i'm okay with that that's good yeah see cautious you say cautious optimism yeah, yeah. i think just kind of worldwide personally things are going perfectly nicely but i feel like yeah there's just a general like are we are things spring's coming or things gonna get better <laughs> so we'll see i agree i agree well guys uh just like amy said this is your home for uh entertainment news movie reviews by fans for fans uh like i said uh, i'm chris fagan and thank you guys for joining us again for our weekly digital entertainment news show we are gonna go through three topics that we pulled for the weekend to discuss them uh we had a, a guest that we were going to introduce uh, uh, this week we normally have a guest at the end of the week and uh, at the last minute he, there, there was an issue so uh, Amaru Moses uh, had to pull away so we'll we'll have him on again uh, we'll have him on for the first time uh, at the end of the week uh, during our like the normal like guest appearance uh, scheduled program but uh, so so he's, he sends his uh, condolences he's sorry that he wanted to be on the show tonight but he just couldn't make it but um, I know some of you guys who are fans of his on the Schmodown and everything, you were looking forward to seeing him on, on the tonight's show. But he will be here. We will talk about uh, what he's going through uh, in the, during the Schmodown tournament and uh, get his thoughts and um, his uh, input on, on, well, on that week's uh, entertainment news for whatever we're talking about during the last week of this month. But he will be back. So look, if you guys are looking forward to that, uh, come back uh, about the third. Was it the thirty-first? I think that's the last week, or the the twenty-fourth. Uh, we it, de it depends. We'll we'll see which one or the other. We were talking about it, so maybe watch the both. Just watch both. May maybe safe. both. Yeah, right. watch every episode. So, uh, but if you're looking for him, uh, I'll I'll update you whether or not it's, it's the twenty-fourth or whether or not it's the thirty-first. But uh, I'll keep you guys uh, posted and updated. Hey guys, what do you think about the background here? What do you think? I, got, I think I got the colors the way I, I want them to be. What do you think, Amy? How do you, how does that look to you? You see that? I, I think it looks like you're having a gender reveal party, Chris. Yes. Yeah. Yes. We end. can get a shot of that. We're trying to decide if it's a boy or a girl. The answer is yes. Right now we're having twins. <laughs> right now we've decided gender is a construct. Right. And um, yeah. yeah. 
But like I said, still, that, still one of the more successful gender reveal parties in recent memory. Right. Uh, I'm not setting any forest fires or anything like that at all. It's, I'm keeping it safe. Could be worse. But we got three topics that we're gonna go through uh, from the week, and uh, like I said, we 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 pull like three major topics from the week. We have them all queued up. First official topic of the week. So from Ms. Mojo, uh, on their YouTube channel, they released the top 10 shocking things uh, that came out of the Meghan and Harry interview with Oprah. The countdown included uh, the limited knowledge of the monarchy with, with uh, Meghan confessing she did not feel she needed to Google Harry, a uh, big reveal of a secret wedding and the sex of their new baby, Harry's confessions of feeling trapped as Meghan revealed that she did everything she could to make the family proud, and a discussion of their finances and more. Uh, so we are asking, we're chatting, uh, what do you think of the interview? And uh, obviously we wanna know what you all thought as well in the comments. I, I'll, start with, I'll start with you, what, what did you think? Did you did you catch up to those, uh, those 10? I caught up, I caught up. I didn't like sit and watch it all and it was like kind of weirdly hard to find, you know, anything beyond like old clips, but I, I caught up on sort of the big stuff. Right. Um, I mean, obviously, just a lot of very, very concerning. Whose side are you on? Are you on Team Royal Family or are you on Team Meghan and Harry? Oh, obviously, <laughs> I'm Team Meghan and Harry. Yeah, America. Who, who, who's gonna come into that? I mean, I guess people are. A but... lot of people from England are, are siding with the uh, the monarchy. It's weird. Uh, a lot of people. No, I just feel like you know, however you feel about the the monarchy, it's just like some of the just on a human level. When someone brought up too, like, someone said this just feels like revenge, like Harry's revenge for what they did to his mother. Like, imagine you're Harry. And I, like, after what happened to Princess Diana, like, that's your mother. And that happens to your mom it's when you are so young still. And you get put through hell. And then you find love. And then your wife gets put through this hell that she's describing of being, you know, she talked in the interview about being suicidal and being told that she, basically being told they don't believe her and then being told you can't seek help because it reflects badly on us. You know, just having this this institution that you were born into consi consistently ruining your happiness and ruining, you know, the people you care most about, like, obviously i'm i'm team harry and megan like and and honestly i think good for them for for breaking away from this uh it, it will be interesting to see what happens to the royal family you know in the coming years and decades just as a result of sort of beginning this split uh so i know i'm you know i don't follow the monarchy incredibly closely as an american but i i just i don't know i i think it's pretty uh pretty brave of them just to step up and be like this is not okay yeah the first but i know i know i know you will support uh the good queen elizabeth uh yeah, above I, all I, I love the crown but no, <laughs> when i first heard about this story i thought i thought it's cr okay megan and harry have only been what married for what two years three years yeah it has been, been like a year long. and a half really uh so that first when when they did their interview when the news of their interview was about to come out the first thing that came from the monarchy was that oh megan is very is a bully she's very rude to the uh the staff or the people here at the uh, at the palace i'm like really that's that's your attack because <laughs> you cannot convince me that all the years of everything that the staff and the people of, of england have been through 
dealing with what's been going on with with Princess Diana, with with Charles, with with the Queen herself, her sister, everything, all these things. I, I look like you said, I watched The Crown, and I know it's it's loosely based on what really happened, but there's a lot of truth in it. And I yeah. and so you cannot convince me that the year and a half or that Megan has been a part of the family. And it, it, let's let's say Megan is a bully. Let's even though everybody she's worked with, that Hollywood came to her defense, her defense quick. Like, but let's just let's for the sake of argument. Yeah, that's true. If she was a bully, there'd be enough people. There'd be enough people. But let's just yeah. say for the sake of argument that she was. Compare anything that she did or said in the what year that she's been a part of the monarchy. Compare compare that to Char- Prince uh, to Charles to yeah. harry to to the queen but decades of dealing with their ish with their stuff mm-hmm. i mean you know that people have been fired or let go or, or, or there's been scandals and things like that there is no comparison but they were quick to try to, to, to do damage control and throw her under the bus and then yeah. you and you want to try to tell me that there isn't a little bit of racism uh uh there yeah, I'm. I'm convinced that that the the tides are. They they know. They feel it. They they see that it's shifting in their in in this one's in this favor. They well, they know they can't spin it, and they're and they sh- they had an opportunity to to just like come together and embrace her. Because- and and actually, and I think I feel like Megan maybe even said like this is kind of a chance for the monarchy to look a little more like the demographic, you know, to, to represent chance. a little more accurately uh, that, you know, England is more diverse than it is, you know, and, and it could have been a pretty, if they had handled this with any grace or any, you know, tact, it could have been a pretty solid way to sort of bring the monarchy into the 21st century. Yeah. Oh, they've had plenty of chances of that. Well, There's been a lot that's of people true. that Yeah, they're, they're not going to change. But it's just like such a nail in the coffin of like, and, and doing this split. And even just finding out things like, because as a little girl, you have the like, oh, but if I was a princess in the fairy tale wedding and she's such a, like even just the difference between like Kate Middleton's like that wedding and then like this one where you find out like we were married. We were just doing this because we knew we had to. Yeah. I'm really disappointed with that because Kate Middleton seemed like she, she was, because when she got married, uh, yeah. they, they, they looked at her as like she was a commoner and things like that. So I felt like she would be a, the voice of reason or would, would, would really, because uh, I think really. Megan, I thought I thought Megan and her had a uh, so we're gonna have a good relationship, but she yeah. she kind of now it feels like she kind of fell into it and she was like now that, now that she's that princess and one day could probably be queen, mm-hmm. uh, I feel like they she just just joined the ranks and and yeah. and just circled the wagons against Harry and again, it's it's sad because Harry and his brother they knew what their mom went through. Yeah. And she died because of it. And and just even how the queen acted after Diana died, how they how the people of England were like, we we need to see emotion or something from you. And she and she refused. She was like, no, I'm not going to be emotional. I'm only going to, you know, I got I have to act the way a queen acts. And that's fine. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, that's that's what she felt was right at the time. But, you know, for a fact how the monarchy can can be 
so when when megan says you know i was suicidal or i had issues with with you know the way things were i didn't think that it was that bad i i can i can believe it i can believe believe her there yeah yeah no i mean you look at the track records it's like this makes more makes sense. sense what she's saying makes more sense than, than, than any this woman's a bully can... and we're just now hearing about it but but <laughs> that's i guess that's our american perspective based on what we remember from the crown and... I, I mean I, americans are going to i mean look i mean even if even like people who are like even americans who are against her or don't care about her i mean i feel like we're going to back her up because it's like yeah. no, like 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 hold on like this is an american you're not going to treat one of yeah. our own like like this way so yeah. look if anything can prove that that what the monarchy did was wrong here it is when they pulled the security detail from them on day one when they were like hey we're not gonna play the 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 game with you guys anymore we're, we're, we're gonna step down from that whole you know the monarchy a little bit and then they pulled their security away from them on day on like within days uh, that that to me tells me everything i need to know megan yeah. and harry's children whether they're going to be king or not doesn't matter they are still royal blood mm-hmm. and you pull the security away from them yeah for what reason it made no sense yeah no it's all it's i mean all kind of you, they didn't point. do that to other family members who did the same things that they're doing they didn't do that to them Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I mean, there. I mean, if you watch The Crown, I mean, there's there's uncles and things of the Queen who they one uncle left the monarchy, married an American, lives in America. Their security detail wasn't taken away and things like. That. So it's like there's no explanation of why they mm-hmm. like they cut ties and cut security. This is a this is a a a, a Duchess who who has a child who has two now now one child but a, another one on the way where people would want to do them harm just because they're, you know, of that family. Why pull the the, the security away from them? that to me told me everything I needed to know. Yeah. Um, that's just well, me. Yeah. Like I said, all 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 kind of a messy situation and and it seemed seemed like people are definitely interested in hearing their side of the story. So and we'll we'll talk us, we'll talk about it more on the uh, yeah. after dark uh, segment of it because there's a lot more that came out of it, but we'll we'll talk about that a little bit more later. So make sure you uh, what is that Patreon? Head to Patreon for that bonus content. Mm-hmm. The member section of YouTube, yeah. Sweet sweet membership content. But let me know, guys, what you guys think about what's going on with the uh, with the monarchy. Are you are, are you team Elizabeth or are you team Harry? <laughs> Uh, let us know what you guys think and we'll talk about it a little bit more on we got your mail uh real quick let's see uh, uh megan markle moving to california is calculated the megan markle prince harry divorce w- will be epic i don't think they i don't know i don't think so uh so from plasma uh compression i, I don't think they're, they're gonna be divorced i i genuinely think uh i i feel I, well i mean I, I feel like it's a good sign that he's standing by her enough yeah. to be like this is not okay we're leaving <laughs> And, and only based on what I've seen from the TV show The Crown, um, Charles had issues with uh, Elizabeth's like popularity and fame. And the same thing could be said about about Meghan. She could te- technically kind of, in a, in, a, in a small way, is the new Princess Diana. I mean, she. Yeah. I mean, 
if Harry wants Harry could be jealous or uh, but I don't see that I don't see yeah, I, don't, I, don't I don't see don't him making that vibe at all those, but... I don't see those vibes from that his father made with with his mom I, I feel me personally I, I see that he really supports her um, and I, I, I think that they really are gonna make it and and I, it's, it looks like a, a me against like or not me a them against the world kind of a thing I th but I think they're holding strong that's just mm -hmm. me that's what I feel but let us know what you guys think uh, about it uh, keep talking about it and maybe we'll talk about it some more on the uh, on the our Q&A we got your meal segment uh, but Miss Amy what is the next trending topic of the week from Deadline, Disney's Raya and the Last Dragon didn't exactly come roaring out of the gate at the international box office with 17.6 million from 32 markets. The global bow, which includes a domestic, domestic launch, was 26.2 million. Double digit million dollar debuts for Hollywood movies in the pandemic era are still a rare positive and we've certainly seen family movies excel. While not all openings are apples to apple, however, Reyes' start is a somewhat muted affair. There's a couple of factors at work here. Of the total opening, just 8.4 million came from China, despite solid social and critical scores in a market that is the only one globally to be firing on all cylinders. Of course, Raya is new IP, so it doesn't have a built-in fan base that gener generates a rush to see urgency. So, did anybody pay for premium access to see Raya and the Last Dragon? What film fans out there saw the film or decide to wait or pass? Let us know in the comments. The, I I actually did. I yeah, you got kids. I was gonna ask. I paid. I paid for the premium X. I didn't do it for Mulan, but uh, this is animated. I would be so more likely to do it for this than Mulan. Yeah, honestly. for an this animated one. Yeah, mm -hmm. I, I did it. I paid for the premiere access, and I gotta say, I I enjoyed this movie. I love. I've it. heard nothing but great things. I think just I don't know. Is there something about, and like, I love Disney, but something about like the animated movie, paying extra to see it, like not being in theater, like as a grown adult with like no kids, it just was a little bit of like a, oh, I'll yeah. wait. I mean, there's it, a, there's enough on my like award season to watch list I haven't caught up with yet that it's like, I, I do want to see it. I'm definitely interested, but I can, I can see pausing that one and, and pushing it sort of to the back of the line. Yeah. It's a good movie. It's, it, yeah, uh, I've I've heard nothing but good things. It's it's a it's a good movie. I, I see a lot of people comparing it to uh, Moana. Um, mm -hmm. I, I won't do that. I, I see similarities and everything, but I, I don't. I, I'm not gonna compare the two. Um, like things like what the, the action. The action was great. The the storyline was great. This movie uh, is is the the, the 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 theme about it. I mean, you'll hear it throughout the from the beginning to end. It's about trust. And trusting people, so and it's it's a good it's a it's a good storyline with Disney and Pixar. And I know this isn't a Pixar uh, Disney movie, but this is a Disney uh, proper movie. But uh, they they do a great job when they have a theme. They uh, you you get that message uh, pretty uh, uh, pretty good at the end. By the end, I mean the and the message oh, yeah. here was trust. And and I I appreciated what this movie was the message that this movie was trying to do or give it was very entertaining it it um the characters and the uh, the story everything about it was, was great i i enjoyed um i i enjoy, what i liked about it was uh the the voice actor i know she played uh was it i forgot her character name in in the star wars movies but oh uh, yeah is uh, that um but she she's the one who played uh the, oh, i forgot her name she's the um 
that's Kelly Marie Tran, right? Tran, right. She she played the voice of uh, Raya, and I I loved it. Uh, I, I loved uh, the her character. I know that there's a a, a lot of um, like I said, there's a lot of people who are like comparing it to things like Frozen or things uh, and, mm-hmm. and Moana, but it's it's totally it's totally different. The 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 story behind it uh, was entertaining. It's not a musical or anything. It, and is it's it? not it's not a musical. Uh, this would not have worked. Which I feel like low key makes me want to see it a little less. Like I get that not every movie needs that, but if there was like you know if there was like a real earworm coming out of there that was like. I like that song. I might have to go see this. Moana worked as a musical. Yeah. Uh, Frozen worked as a musical. This would not have worked. That, no, I, I completely get that not every movie needs to yeah. be that. I'm just saying. Yeah. I love me a good movie. But I, oh, no, no, no. This would not have worked as a musical. <laughs> After seeing it, I can, I can guarantee. Yeah, I can fair, tell fair, you. Fair. Even if you love musicals, you would have thought. Oh, no, I, I get that. I'm just saying. Break. I think it, it, it didn't get me quite as like hype to see it as like some of the like oh it's like like when i saw like uh moana it really just felt like oh this reminds me of like the ones i grew up on and not that this wouldn't in other ways but i i don't know that yeah moana i honestly if they like if because i'm i'm on track to be fully vaccinated soon like once i'm vaccinated if they open it in and and california's on track to start opening some theaters uh, hopefully in the next couple weeks if they like doubled back and released it in theaters, I'd probably go see it. I know they they have released it in theaters. I know I don't know about California, but they yeah. they have. But, but if both. if I could catch it at the AMC safely, I I would be way more likely to do it there than pay the thirty bucks on Disney Plus. Yeah, and I know we're gonna bring this up later on. Like we got your vote, but um, as far as I'm gonna give my my vote on it. If you're a, a parent, if you have a couple kids at, at home, is it worth going to the theaters to, to see it? I, I would probably say no. I think it was better for me. I, I, I waited because I was thinking, do I want to take the kid? Because here in Texas, we, we would probably be free to go see it in the theaters. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I thought about it. I was like, no, I'm going to give that Disney uh, premiere access thing a, 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 a shot. And I, I feel like this is a movie that is, was better suited for... At, if you have a family at home, say like you're gonna spend the thirty bucks on the tickets alone in some cases. Oh yeah, no, I, with with a couple of people, uh, exactly, it's, it's definitely cheaper. But, and then with the popcorn and all that, and then the food and whatnot, you're gonna definitely go over budget. But I feel like this was a good at home movie for the family. But if, if you were like by yourself or maybe on a date, a theater, I definitely probably would have saw this in the theaters if it was just like me and a date. Or like me I was about to laugh. Like, who's taking their date to see Disney movies? And oh, I'm like, wow. I'm definitely gonna make my boyfriend take me to see it. Better, you better. It's a perfect makeout movie. No, it's, it, no, it's a good, it's a good movie, and I, I recommend it uh, out there. I, I think it's, uh, it's a great story. And I'm, uh, anytime I have an opportunity, like, like, like my, uh, the, when the kids or the grandkids or whatever come into the house and anybody who hasn't seen it, I've, I was just playing it a few minutes ago. Uh, well, get your money's little, worth. Hell yeah. yeah. You paid that 30 bucks. I paid that 30 bucks. I'm gonna watch it as much as I can. So it's, it's a good time. It's a fun, it's a fun movie. You'll love it. I recommend it. Um, it's, it's better than, uh, it's better than people are that people who love it. I think it's better than people that That's- love it are saying it is. And I think people who saying that they don't like it that much. It's better than that. If like, trust me, it's a good this movie. This is what I'm gonna do because they've said vaccinated people can gather indoors. I'm gonna wait till I'm fully vaccinated and at least a couple of my friends are. Hmm. So then like I can start inviting people over and being like, I paid $30 for this movie, please watch it. I hate feeling like I didn't get my money's worth because yeah. there's only two of us. 
let us know guys what you guys think uh did i convince you to go see raya uh, and the last Dra raya and the last dragon I, I, yeah, I raya right you it's raya it's raya i saw the movie i know how her name is from i think it's raya and the last uh dragon check it out uh, it's uh, uh, it's every everybody that's in it. It's great. It's a good. Uh, it's, it's a fun time. Go check it out. It, you you won't be disappointed. Go check it out. Come to my uh, COVID home theater that I am <laughs> hustling because <laughs> I don't want to pay thirty bucks. I want to make my money back. Right, five bucks. Send <laughs> me three dollars, and if I can get ten of you to come over and watch it. Like 18 to get in, 21 to get your drink on. Go. All right. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, what is the next uh, trending topic of the week? from t3medias.com <laughs> Annie Murphy who uh, won an Emmy for her role as Alexis Rose in the hit series Ships Creek is now headed to Netflix she's confirmed to have been cast for season 2 of the series Russian Doll starring Emmy nominated actress Natasha Lyonne the comedy drama series about Nadia played by Lyonne a young woman who is uh, on a journey to be the guest of honor at a party in New York City then she gets caught in a mysterious loop as she repeatedly attends the same event and dies at the end of the night each time, only to awaken the next day unharmed as if nothing had happened. In addition to starring, Leon co-created the show with Saturday Night Live alum Amy Poehler and serves as a writer and director for the Netflix original series. Season two is now in production, uh, though no release date as of yet. It's speculated that the new season may focus less on Nadia and more on Annie Murphy's character who may be caught in the same time loop. So, have any of you seen Russian Doll? And are you looking forward to seeing the new season? That's the question. Are you? Are you looking forward to that? Have you seen both? Deeply Russian... excited. You... One of my favorite Netflix original series. I recently caught up with uh, Shit's Creek, and I, I have to agree. It's it's that sh that show. It's, I think it's good, not great. And I feel like I'm so in the minority on this. You are, because I'm with that group of people that was like that slow burn. Like it's like I can I can see why it was just it was just a show that was kind of just out there. And then little by little, the word of mouth and it became this mega thing. And I didn't catch it until after it was already done. I caught it on Netflix and mm. a, a lot of people suggested it to me a couple of years ago. I was like, yeah, maybe I don't know. And when I finally started watching it, I loved it. And compare that, what I know from this character by Anna uh, Murphy, her, Annie, the, Murphy and yeah. Annie Murphy from um, from Schitt's Creek, that character or that style, I don't know if she's going to play the same type of character. She I might hope she's, totally I feel different. like she's trying to play against type pretty hard. She might do something totally is, different. Well, because I know she's, she's also slated to be in something where she plays is it like a murder? Like it's something like a little more dark. Oh, you and... know more than I do. What, what What's it up? Tell me what's I up. I saw some headlines about her in some upcoming, uh, I don't know if it's like a dark comedy or a drama. I, I would not be able to tell you. Uh, I can see that. called Kevin Can, can F Himself. <laughs> uh, is, it, is it a dramedy or is it a dark comedy? That is a good question. I'm going to guess dark comedy based yeah. on the... Yeah, I don't want her to be like. Oh, it's a TV cast. show. Okay. So it's yeah, it looks like a uh, AMC TV show. Mm. Uh, dramedy, yeah. So I feel like there's a definite push on her end to to sort of diversify that portfolio, which I think is really smart when you have such a strong breakout thing of like jump on some really good projects really fast and like especially something like uh, Russian Doll that I think was a little bit of a hidden gem but definitely well liked and it's like get in there do something different yeah honestly my personal hope as a person who thought russian doll was one of the best shows 
Uh, that was a great like show. I said. That was a yeah, good, one that was of, a great show. And again, a bit of a hidden gem and a bit of a, you know those shows where every time you talk to someone about it, everybody you talk to about it goes, oh yeah, I've been meaning to watch that, but they never do. And I feel like Russian Doll is that show for it's so the, yeah, many people. It definitely is. So I'm really hoping that this will get Schick's Creek fans to come like, check it out. I and think it, so. It gets, it gets the show some of that build and, and love that it deserves. I'm a little, I'm con not concerned. I am curious about a second season because that is a show where I thought the first season was just like beautiful and fun and didn't answer too many questions. Cause it, yeah, essentially the show is sort of this, if you haven't seen it, sort of this very dark sort of Groundhog's Day yeah. where she keeps dying at the end of the day and getting sent back. And I love and she's like trying like not to die. And but like the way they sort of untangled it without answering everything and the way things sort of grew and expand. I just thought it was so brilliantly done and kind of such a perfect solo season yeah. that I'm always a little scared when they're like season two. So what do you I, I trust I trust uh Natasha Leon. I think she's a really smart creator, but uh or what really do you, smart. What do, you th what do you think they'll do with Anna Murphy's character? Do you think they'll go the Shits Creek route? With Annie Murphy? With I think Annie they'll Murphy. give her something different to do. Like will she play a like uh like the, like a like an opposite of the character that we're, we're used to? Or I don't do know if opposite because there's certainly a type thing going on there, but I, I imagine I imagine it won't just be Alexis Rose part two. I, I imagine they will give her. Well, because I feel like even um, I don't know because I, I mean from what I remember from from what I remember from Russian Doll one, her character in Schitt's Creek would fit perfectly with that group of friends. They would fit. That's true. So I'm hoping. I'm thinking. Like it, it, it's. I'm, I'm. I'm fifty fifty on it. Either yeah. a. Her character will be lifted right from Shit's Creek and fit perfectly with the group of friends that they already have in Russian Doll, or she will like, I don't want to be typecast and I want to, and yeah. she'll play like a, a, a different type of a character. I'll be well, happy it sounds like way. at least that Kevin can go co f himself show has a enough of a different thing that I could see her going. Okay, I'm I'm getting tied in with some really yeah. well, I'm getting tied in with like Natasha Leone and with uh, Amy Poehler. Like those are those are big big freaking names to get in with yeah. uh, in that world. So I think even if it's 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 on a surface level similar, just because that is her type and what she does so well, I, I think, because I feel like Natasha Leon was kind of doing her thing and then, but that show just by its nature, I think is so deeply and smartly written that it will give her yeah. a chance to like stretch that in a different direction, yeah, if nothing else. Either way, I'm I'm excited. I'm, yeah. I'm excited. Oh, I think, I, gonna think, be, I, think I, I I I'm cautiously optimistic yeah. yet again. <laughs> I feel like she just just the actress herself. She's a, a good fit for this this cast. Yeah. And I'm looking she's forward, a lot of fun to watch. Based on how that episode that uh, season ended, uh, I'm looking forward to how they're gonna uh, move forward with that. And I, I, I'm totally uh, infatuated with with Anna uh, Murphy and and everybody. Annie Murphy. Not enough I, to learn her name. I can but... never say her name right. Annie Murphy. Annie. 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 Sorry. Annie Murphy. She's on my list. Uh, I know she doesn't care, but <laughs> but she probably I, care more if you got her name right. Probably. I believe you it. would. You would get to shoot your shot with Annie Murphy Chris, and go up to her and be like, Anna Murphy. Wow, I'm such a like, big fan. It's like Chris. I would have, but you got my name wrong three times in a row. Yeah, I blew it.
So that that's my so I blew yeah, I blew it. But I know I, I'm looking forward to it on uh, on Netflix. So be on the lookout for that, guys. If you are a fan of, of Shit's Creek, if you're a fan of Russian Doll, if you're a fan of both, hey. If you're a fan of neither, at least go watch Russian Doll. It's Check it out. So you, I'm telling you, will love. If you like those Groundhog Day types of movies, hey, there was another one on Hulu called Boss Palm Level. Springs. That was Palm. That was Palm Springs, and there's another yeah. one called Boss Level. It's an action movie. Oh, okay. Does, it, it, uh, you would love Boss Level. Okay, I'll check it out. Mel Gibson is the antagonist, though. Oh, I do hate him very much. But you would love the movie. He's only in it like three percent of the movie, but you would love the concept of it. So go check out Boss Level. Thank like you if you like those ground the Groundhog Day types of movies. Groundhog. Groundhog Day. Like check out Palm Springs. Check out yeah. uh, Boss Level. I would say yeah. I would say uh, Shit's Creek is or sorry, uh, Russian Doll is Russian sort Doll. of in line with the yeah. Palm Springs. Like the little bit more like existential weirdness of that one. Exactly. If exactly. you liked Palm Springs, you'd like you'd like Russian Doll. Exactly. For sure. Go check it out. Let us know what you guys think. And maybe we'll talk about it some more on uh, We Got Your Mail. So well, that's it for our main three topics of the week. But we have another Amy asks if, uh, if hey, there's, a, there's a lady that's here on the channel. Her name is Amy. And sometimes she, she asks. Sounds some, like a bitch. <laughs> sometimes she asks some great questions on our YouTube community. And she gets a lot of feedback. And what was the uh, the latest question that you asked uh, uh, recently? Amy asked, what movie or TV show have you watched through the most times? Let me see if I can pull this up and pull up the link. Uh, I can I can get us started with uh, some yeah. of uh, Brian Pichardo says uh, for movies, The Dark Knight and Interstellar for shows Arrested Development and The Simpsons. Ooh. All of The Simpsons? Because I feel like I have about a, you know, like that, like five to eight season block of The Simpsons I've yeah. seen I st- so many times. I stopped watching The Simpsons and... Same with Arrested Development, honestly. I've definitely seen the first three seasons a bunch and then season four like once and I never bothered with season five. I'm w- I'm waiting for the seasons for the Simpsons to end and then I will catch up to from where I stopped to where it ends. Honestly, there's... I, I'm, I'm a bit of one of those Simpsons purists where I'm like, watch seasons like three through ten and you are good yeah yeah you, you don't you've seen you've seen what you need to see of the, the the rise of homer and then that's all you well need. it's just that there there's some of the uh, this is not a a brilliant opinion but they're just some of the best best like tv comedy writing yeah just, just like the joke per minute and the like brilliant joke per minute ratio is just off the charts i see here that um Muhest uh, said, I don't really watch series on TV, but the Lord of the Rings trilogy, I've probably seen the most. Okay. There you go. Yeah, a lot of people love to binge watch and watch over and over again the, that trilogy. Yeah. So that's, that's his movies. Uh, what else we got here? Uh, uh, Skirt, Skirt Burger says, Pulp Fiction, Hot Fuzz, or Pirates of the Caribbean. That's what he will watch. I feel like Hot Fuzz is one I could watch a lot. Mm-hmm. Like Hot Fuzz, Arrested Development, like anything with that type of comedy where it's like, Oh, I like I'm picking out new things every time I watch it. I, yeah. I feel like are always fun for that. 
Let's see what else do, uh, we have. Uh, uh, Bill Francis, the, the Last Starfighter is a movie about a boy from a trailer park and his favorite video game. This 1984 family adventure film was the first major motion picture to utilize CGI. I have seen this film over 50 times and will hopefully watch it 50 more. Jeez, uh, Bill, damn, that's dedication. I love that. I love that. Thanks for that. Uh, any any other ones? Uh, Joel Mayberry says probably Friends. It's been my favorite show for years. Not quite my favorite show anymore, but it's still up there. I get that. I haven't watched Friends that like I don't sit down and watch Friends much anymore. Yeah. But I watched it so many times, like growing, like through like you know high school and college. That right. if an episode's on, I I still roughly know like what the jokes are yeah. and when they're coming. It's I've, a I've it's a background. It many times, yeah. It's a yeah. background show. Yeah, and uh, was what you said that was from who, who was uh, that from? Joel Mayberry. Joel Mayberry, and uh, let's see, Carl Dem Deman. Carl the man uh, says I'm an old fart so probably the X-Files or maybe Firefly because it's so short <laughs> I need we to got catch a couple up to Firefly saying, <laughs> got a couple people saying Lord of the Rings trilogy yeah, yeah. Cal Hunter uh, says Star Wars Game of Thrones Star Trek yeah that's another that's what, a, uh, what What would be yours I guess is the uh, the TV show that I can watch over like what's over. the one you've watched through the most number the of the most Seinfeld Seinfeld and then second Fair. friends. Yeah, I, I think I'd have to go friends just for the the degree to which it's like, I, I have them all just like in my brain still to this day. I had VHS recordings of Seinfeld before they were available on DVD, before DVD was a thing. And then when DVD became a thing, then I ditched my VHSs and bought the DVDs. No, I just realized that's not true. Mine is probably, uh, and it's much shorter, so it's probably a lot easier to hit this, uh, this British TV show called The Mighty Boosh. Mm. I was obsessed with it for a very long time, and I have the DVDs, and I've probably seen it each episode of that probably five times easily. Have you ever heard it, of a my British- My favorite one's probably upwards of like a dozen or more times easily. Friend, yeah. They said the Boosh, Friendly Boosh? The Mighty Boosh. The Mighty Boosh. Hmm. Have, have you that, ever heard that's of, definitely mine yeah some of those i've probably seen like a full like 20 or 30 times just being like oh my god i'm gonna show you this show it's so funny like it was it you know uh so definitely that for tv movies i feel like probably realistically probably something like i was obsessed with as a kid but as an you know what i mean like i probably watched like a goofy movie just yeah. uh, times. maybe greece actually if we're talking movies i was obsessed with as a kid i was about to start singing something from a goofy movie right? <laughs> i have almost every word of greece memorized because uh there were a lot of summers at my grandparents house where i just watched it on endless repeat i've only seen it once that's the appropriate amount of times to watch it. It's yeah. not a good movie. Mm. I'm still convinced that they died at the end of the movie. And then they... Oh, they do. The car flies away. It makes yeah, no they, they're, they're dead. It's over. Oh, God. There you go. But I yeah. asked. You answered. Thank yeah. you, everybody. So we'll have more Amy ask. Maybe we'll have a Chris ask every now and then if you guys care about that. I know you, you always want like, Hey, if it's not Amy, it's not anything. I know how, I know how you guys are. 
when when i have a punchable face you only want to talk to amy i know i get it i get it but no i appreciate you guys always uh contributing and, and letting us know what you guys think whenever amy asks those crucial questions like uh, like she likes to solve the mysteries of the universe and i'm glad that yeah. she's she's doing that every every week and uh not an inquisitive mind <laughs> but it's empty but it wants it wants more yeah it's empty but it, oh come on i'll put something in there <laughs> rattling how dare you but that's the show guys i, I appreciate it we're gonna move on later on we're gonna sign off because we're gonna do some uh, talking to the media's after darkness some some topics that we're gonna get into that we can't really get into right here on the live stream so we're gonna sign, yeah we're gonna sign we're gonna sign off uh, real quick grease up a little bit and get into uh, to that so that's like i said that's the show guys don't forget to support the channel uh become a subscriber maybe you want to get some exclusive content so become a member join us uh and become or if you want to sponsor us on patreon uh do that as well uh give us we'll give a shout out if you send a question in we'll shout you out on we got your mail and on we got your uh, vote if you uh, contribute to the the, the polling maybe well we won't shout you out specifically but we'll we'll, we'll count your votes um, um, unlike uh, other uh, states in america we actually count all the votes i won't, I won't get this, into oh god is this turning into one of those channels i won't, I won't, I won't, I won't get it they, they don't count the votes uh, but <laughs> like I said, I'm just kidding, guys. But hey, I'm Chris Fagan. If you want to find me, you can catch me on uh, either Twitter or t uh, TikTok or Instagram, Chris Fagan1980. And uh, let me know what you guys think. Uh, just follow me, and, and uh, I might give you a shout out uh, on, on my uh, social uh, media. Uh, Amy, if they want to reach out to you, where can they find you online? Uh, Chris so kindly put my, 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 my info down here. Uh, I'm on Instagram at amy.n.newman and on the Twitter at amy underscore and underscore Newman. Like I said, guys, uh, that's the show. And, uh, talking to the medias was brought to you in front of a live studio audience of the monarchy. Beware <laughs> until next time, guys. Hey, peace. If you like what you saw, make sure to subscribe to the channel and please drop a like on this video. It really does help us. Also, don't forget you can turn on notifications so you don't miss a single review, react, why is that trending, or we got your mail.